Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus... No, Cardiff, so is this Liverpool? Um, yeah, in the Premier League, I was meant to do uh, second leg of Porto versus Liverpool. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch that game because I was away on other work duty, but um, I'm sure you know the result by now. We won 4-1 away from home and yeah solidified our place in the semi-finals which is good and now we are competing back to the Premier League again and it's nice to be in the running for two trophies two of the big trophies the Premier League and the Champions League um yeah so it's back to Premier League duty um against Cardiff away Obviously, we were the overwhelming favourites to win this game. Um, but Cardiff did have a midweek win against Brighton. So they were kind of on a little high or whatever. And um, they would do their best to try and keep momentum going for them as well. So it was never going to be quite an easy game. But yeah, let me talk about it. Um, in the lineup now, in goal you had Allison, left back Robertson, centre back Van Dijk, Matip, um, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Uh, your midfield three. Who was the midfield three? Oh yeah, Genie, Cater, and Henderson, in your front three of usual, deadly front three of usual up front. Um, yeah, so solid lineup. Genie coming in, Fabinho on the bench. Interesting. It was an interesting move from Klopp. Maybe wanted to arrest Fabinho. When I saw the lineup in my head, I was like, we shouldn't, surely shouldn't need Fabinho to beat uh, Cardiff. Defensively, they won't really be about it, personally. But yeah, so that was interesting. Um, so yeah, then, anyways, so the lineup, so the game starts now and. Liverpool showed the intent from early, um, creating chances, lots of on-the-ball possession, just trying to find our way to open up Cardiff, who were doing the usual two blocks of four, being low block. Liverpool trying to figure out how to split the lines or whatever, that sort of thing. Um, Neil Warnock, the Cardiff manager, did not water this pitch. Obviously, it's a hot summer's day. Um, it's a hot, yeah, it's a hot spring afternoon on Easter. So the pitch is really dry. Um, there was no ball boys either. And I found that weird, personally, a weird move from Cardiff when you're 18th, you're in the relegation zone, you need points. I don't know why you're disadvantaging yourself to try and get something at the game when you need three points as more or more as much as we do you know so but yeah that was interesting to me um so yeah it was just about being patient the chances were always gonna come we had our first major chance it was actually beautiful link-up play between our front three Mane passes to Salah Firmino does an overlapping run Salah plays a through ball which splits the lines and Firmino's one-on-one with the keeper. It's pretty much a clear-cut chance. 
He takes it on first time. He leans with his left foot and he clears the ball over. And it was just like... He should have scored that, to be honest. But that didn't, like, stress me out and think, oh, the chances weren't going to come. It will come. Uh, and then um, about five minutes later, um, a ball was played through for Salah. He's cut. It's not really a clear-cut chance for him, but it's a chance which he takes on first time. He tries to toe-poke it, but the keeper does well to save it. Um, and, yeah, that was pretty much the chances I remember. Also, Keita played really well in terms of tackling, winning the ball back and creating the starting chances for Liverpool because Cardiff when Cardiff had our full-backs pinned back, so it was like... They couldn't bomb forward as much. I don't know. I don't know how they might. I think the low block kind of yeah, the low block. So the two banks of four kind of stops your fullbacks from creating them runs down the channel, which wasn't really working out for us. Um, also, we had Cardiff on the break a few times. Trent was tested. I think it wasn't. It wasn't really bad positioning from Trent. It's just that the other players, the other winger, is faster than you. So. But we done well. Matic done well to clean up. Van Dijk done well to clean up. Um, Robertson, I felt on the ball in the first half. He was really, he wasn't really involved as much in terms of creating, which is kind of odd to see. Um, and yeah, I think Cardiff didn't really. They had one chance from a corner. I think Niasi. I think we clear it, then a ball is headed on from a Cardiff player, then Nassi tries to do some spinning volley thing, but it comes off his shin, Allison saves it, and that was pretty much the only chance Cardiff had. So the first half I was just thinking, it wasn't poor, it was we were creating the chances, it's just about staying patient, Kate create that same level of chances in the second half, and you will score. Definitely. I know that for a fact. It's Cardiff. So they're eventually going to have to try and go for it or something. So then second half, we showed our intent again. And I think it was the 55th minute or something like that. We had a corner. Um, I'm not sure whether Trent meant to do this intentionally. I don't think he did. But anyways, hey, okay, it's a ball from the right-hand side corner. He whips it in, but he drills it in low. So the ball's bouncing on the ground. And this ball catches everyone off guard. Except for who? Genie Wijnaldum. Who anticipates it greatly. um, Sets himself up for the shot. Hits it with venom. Ripples the net. 1-0 Liverpool. Genie Wijnaldum scoring another away goal. He's getting rid of that stupid... um, Aiko doesn't perform away from home shit. And also had a point to prove... Because obviously Fabinho not starting and Klopp starting Genie shows that he has confidence in his midfield. He can rotate or whatever and he can rely on his midfield to do the job. And it was 1-0 Liverpool and that was great. And then um, Sadio Mane, beat, he had brilliant hold-up play to test the defender, beating the defender. He um, creates a chance for Jordan Henderson. Who should have made this 2-0? But Jordan Henderson leans back and the ball goes over. And that ball started from Cato winning another tackle. The amount of balls Cato was winning, yeah, it was phenomenal to see. Amazing. 
Um, then Klopp decides to do a substitution and takes Kato off, which kind of annoys me. I don't know why he did that. Um, Kato was on a roll, but I guess he wants to save, have him fresh legs for Huddersfield. So Fabinho comes on, and about two minutes later, the ball's in the air. He tries to compete for the ball with a header with, with someone else. The clash of heads happens. Um, Fabinho's on the floor. He's a bit dazed. He doesn't know what's going on. He needs treatment for about three to five minutes. Then he's managed, he manages to get up. He walks on the side of the pitch, but he's still dazed. And then the physios say, get him off. So then he comes off. Now, after just coming on, and James Milner comes on. So now you have your Brexit midfield. And from there, it was just about absorbing pressure, really. Um, yeah, and then Cardiff were trying to create chances. They had a really good chance, don't get me wrong, from the corner. A ball was whipped in, and Morrison, he had all the time in the world. Not, not, not really all the time in the world, but he was up against Sadio Mane. He was on a wrong... He had Sadio Mane on the wrong side and he tries to jump for the header but he jumped so early that the ball comes off his back and it comes off him for a goal kick. So that was the heart in mouth moment because that could have been 1-1 again and then it would have been t- a tense time. But yeah, um, and then yeah, we're, we're on a break again. Mane is up against, no Mane, Salah's up against a defender. I can't remember who. The defender has his arms all over him. And then um, he's not playing for the ball. And Salah tries to reach for the ball, but then falls down in a way that it looks like he's the, the defender is still holding him in a type of way. And Martin Atkinson had no choice but to blow for a penalty. And this was around the 77th minute or something. Milner has not missed a pen for Liverpool this season. So what does he do? He dispatches it. It's 2-0 Liverpool. Liverpool have never lost a game in James, in which James Milner scored. So 2-0. Brilliant to see. Um, and then, yeah, Klopp does another final substitution. Um, Joe Gomez comes on. Trent comes off just to be defensively sound. And Gomez comes on and bosses it. Like, just make sure ball retention is there. Everything. And other other than that, Cardiff had not much to answer for. And yeah, that was pretty much the game. It ends 2-0. Um, personally, my man of the match, apparently Sky Sports gave it to Joel Matip. I can understand why. Because Joel Matip was creating chances for us. Oh, he was doing more on the ball than off the ball. Off the ball, he didn't really have to do as much. But on the ball, he does them runs where defenders are thinking, oh shit. If I tackle him, it looks weird because he's so tall. But he's so slim. He's so slim how he does it. He dribbles in such a way that, all right, one of you is going to have to try and tackle me. If you can't try and tackle me, you're in trouble. And no one can tackle him. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> and no one, ta- no one does tackle him in the end. So, and yeah, and he was able winning the ball, that, all that stuff. And Joe Gomez coming back. Means it's great to see. I think he's he's pretty much, pretty much full fitness, which means Lovren's down the pecking order, which is good to see. Thank God. Um, and yeah, obviously, if you heard yesterday, Man City beat Tottenham one nil. So there, so it's this. Everyone's winning their remaining games. So, which is annoying. Which means we could fucking finish. On 97 points and not win the league. But, 
Um, the twist. There's a twist in the top four race. Obviously, Spurs losing meant Arsenal could try and capitalize for top four, right? And get that third place. No, they don't. What happens? They lose. They lose to Crystal Palace at home. This this happened just now, and um, if you hadn't heard, Man United got battered four 0 to Everton. So it seems like nobody wants top four at the moment. The way everyone's playing. Um, but that's also a lifeline for Man United, despite their fuck-up today. Their next game is against Manchester City at home. They can't... The way they played against Everton, the fans demand a reaction. I, I, I can't see it happening. I think Manchester City will blow them out the water. They will blow them out the water. But in a derby game, anything can happen. Form is at the table. It's just about who performs better on the day. And we don't need Manchester City to win. I mean, we don't need Manchester. We don't need Manchester United to win. We, you can even draw. We'll be happy with a draw, as long as Man City drop points somewhere, and we can capitalize with a win, and then the title's in our hands again. But yeah, we need to wait and see what happens there. Um, we right now we have eighty-eight points which is the highest points tally we have ever had in a Premier League season. And there's three games to go. How crazy is that? Um, yeah, so we're down for an entertaining title race for sure. Um, nerve-wracking. N- not really. I'm kind of enjoying the ride, but at the same time, it's just like... It's an abnormality that both teams are on. The latter part, both teams are nearing 90 points and no one in the league is not wrapped up yet. Whereas PSG have won their league, Barcelona have pretty much won their league, um, Juventus have pretty much won their league. Do you know what I mean? And it's just us that's in the title race, which shows how competitive the the the, the English Premier League is. And it's showing because you still got four English teams in Europe, two English teams in in Europa League, two English teams in Champions League. So it's competitive, and that's why you you might see you might see an an English team in a Europa League or Champions League final or in both, which is great to see. Um, yeah, so momentum is flying. We're flying at the moment, and we're enjoying we're enjoying the ride. The next time we play is on a Friday against Huddersfield. That would be that should be a certain win. Huddersfield on holidays right now. They they're stinking. They're bottom of the league. They're fed up, and I think we just that game. Obviously, the win comes first, but we need goal difference because if it goes down, if it comes down to who scored more than who, then we need to assert ourselves in that race for. The, t- the Premier League title. So, yeah, not much to say, really. Um, yeah, I've kept it short again on the 20 minutes. <laughs> Before, if I was on a rant, it would go on beyond 20. But, yeah, it's good to see. Everyone's clicking at the right times. Um, there's not much to moan about, really, just to pray that Man City falter somewhere and recapitalise. So, yeah, um... That's me concluding LFC Reactions. Thank you for listening. Um, Tune in on Friday where hopefully I'll be talking about a Liverpool win and a Man City drop points in midweek. But yeah, thank, thank you guys for listening. Like, share and subscribe and tune in next time.